So yes, a true failure and welcome to you indeed. It is me, Gomez. I'm joined by my co-host, Jenky. Aloha. And it is... Can, can you believe, Buddy Boo? We're into a year's worth of this game. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. We're, um... God damn, Season of Fortune was a year ago. I know, man. Oh, it's the... Oh. I, like, I, but do you... I, I don't know... I believe we've talked about this. You were in open beta, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember, you remember the since, open beta times? I've been playing since uh, the second balance patch. So, yeah. um, sorry, uh, the first balance patch, the second patch. Mm, like, because that's what I mean. Because that's what I remember. I remember being in open beta and yeah. just like the, the craziness of all that as well. Like, when you just think about how far this game has come in a oh, year, yeah. uh, there there has been some like some things from the past that uh it's kind of hilarious that they were allowed to exist for so long <laughs> like I a mean, certain like a certain french woman now i think let, about it <laughs> <laughs> let us get into this because yes what we're going to be doing is talking about like you know, the year of runeterra talking about our favorite moments decks like cards and whatnot like you know, all the things that have gone on changes and, and that and also just quickly, briefly talking about the small patch notes, as well as the fact that obviously uh, in this patch note, it's now going to be like they're doing their year celebration. Uh, I can't, remember, I don't know what date it's on, but but from a for a date, you just literally have to log in every single day for seven days. I believe there's going to be a little bit of leeway with that. We literally just you can log in any seven days, you know, because like what they've done before with this is if you don't log in every day, it's just the day that you log in, you get the next reward type thing, mm, you know what I mean? Mm. So, uh, for seven days. And they're actually giving away a lot of, like, you know, like, so free, which is uh, two free emotes. They're giving away Icon and actually also a Guardian as well. Like, the, li the little poor Guardian. Where he's little, I, I, little really, I really like it. I like I it. Mean, I, I, do, I do as well. It's like, it's a little bit rigid. And uh, a champion wild card as well. So, uh, and some prismatic stuff. So, like, it's, it's good all round for players old and new because i guess like for new players as well they get that champion wild card which is going to be like a quite big for them and um yeah for old players you've got the prismatic chest uh it doesn't you're you are right it doesn't say a date but i'm gonna assume <laughs> it's either it either starts a week before the 27th or it starts on the 27th because that will be the actual like birthday of runeterra yes so, so maybe it starts on the 20th and it counts up mm. would be my guess yeah. That, that also makes this Poro the spiritual successor to the blue Poro that they gave Yes, us the blue when, Poro! When we, left, when we left beta. Oh, I remember, like, oh, yeah, like, got, it got seen for a little while at the beginning there that just slowly died off, but this Poro is going to be around for a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding on to the blue Poro in my collection so that one day it can be rare. Exactly. <laughs> one day. One day. Yeah. But shall we just talk about like a like we briefly just a little bit before this podcast we're just talking about it, but the um the new emotes, just what is going like <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to be in a game where literally all I get is somebody spamming like a piece of cake, like Garrett Garrett holding a cupcake going, oh, 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 oh. Garrett's <laughs> jawline is dead ass a 90 degree angle. Like <laughs> I think uh, like, we're, we're calling all viewers. If you guys can work out if these are a reference to any kind of meme or something like that, because I've got no idea. Yeah, it, it's what too it's it's <laughs> too purposeful for it not to be a reference to something. But I couldn't tell you what it is. Exactly. Yeah, it's just. The, <laughs> <laughs> but I've got no idea what it is. But it's, honest to God, I do. Yeah, again, they're they're always on 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 par with their with their with their meme stuff. In all honesty, I do, or like got their emote stuff. Sorry, so yeah, good times. It's, it, they I, will see some use. I love the details in the card back as well. The 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 the, the blue poro is in the background, like licking the screen, which I which I think is a cute touch. Mm. Uh, I, yeah, I, I I like these. I like these a lot. I would probably pay money for these, and mm. um, but but I I do just like. You know, throwing money at Riot, so that is, that is it doesn't, doesn't say but, much. But luckily enough, they are they are giving it to us for free, uh, which obviously is just a nice little thing. Like I said, like oh, like, oh, we 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 made it for a year, have <laughs> it? <laughs> so, good times, oh. good times. But yeah, so show show we just quickly touch over because they just did a few little bug fix, uh, which it bug fixes, and like it's basically more improvement of life stuff. Um, we just pick a few like uh, things. The main thing is actually the fact that they've 
changed some of the animations, right? In terms of the fact that they've now changed it so that when you reshuffle something into your deck, there's a little kind of animation that happens on there. Sharp sight, when you give something sharp sight, now like it goes slightly kind of purplish and like looking mm -hmm. like it can defend an elusive. Um, I believe like spell shield, they've kind of changed it so it goes a little bit more like closer to the the unit rather than just this big purple bubble around it. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. they've done they've done like a few little quality of life changes. I, I believe there's more, but that's my mind one that can remember. Uh, it's also recall, and um, I think that might be it. But uh, I really like that the shuffle animation uses your own card back. That's that's really sweet. I mean, the shuffle animation is is amazing, right? I'm loving the fact that yeah, literally it it which like I just or any card that shuffles. Which by the way, I learned in Lab of Legends that that does actually include Pesky Spectre when he shuffles into the opponent's deck. The, well, the one that got me is um the two cost. Uh, the, uh, it's a really popular Shadow Isles card. Come on, I know this. Uh, Stalking Shadows. Stalking Shadows. Uh, yeah. Stalking Shadows. When it shuffles the rest onto the bottom or whatever it says, uh, it, yeah. it does the animation, which makes Stalking Shadows as a burst speed spell take like five seconds to run off. <laughs> it, it's so thick on animations now. <laughs> but I, uh, I, but I do love it because it just shows the fact that the deck is shuffling. I yeah, I, I like it a lot. I don't like Spell Shield. Uh, the first time I saw Spell Shield was when it came down on Aurelian Soul, and I was like squinting at Aurelian, like, "Do you have they reworked you? Do you not have Spell Shield anymore? <laughs> where's like, your it, purple bubble? <laughs> yeah, where, where's your bubble, boy? Uh, it, it, it is, it is like real invisible. It's, it's not like Barrier. Barrier clings to the card, right? But mm. it's like very obvious. Whereas mm. uh, Spell Shield is, is pretty easy to miss. I, I, I will at some point fall to that. Oh, yes, the other thing as well is it's <clears throat> with your aura cards, cards that give auras. Now I've got a little. Thing that goes around them as well. Oh, it's, so, it's always Sunny Man. It's it's yeah. always Sunny Man. Yes, they've all, they've got auras now, which just means that you can know that okay, right, that's doing an aura of effect type thing, which is just like it, it, it's not, it's handy to know. I mean, obviously, most of the time, if you're playing it, you know that that's got an aura. But I guess to your opponent and to new players, it's like okay, right, that's doing something. <laughs> I, I better look at what that's doing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I think. One thing that's actually one thing that's literally a balance balance change. They've just put it in the bug fixes. That's worth mentioning. Crimson Bloodletter, that dumb one cost, was yes. uh, really weird when it came to cards that come with multiple bodies. So it no longer activates twice if you play something like, say, Brom. But I know it was also working with the three costs that makes a keg or a one cost unit, so on and so forth. It would grow twice, yeah, and damage both of them. So yeah, that that's been. The, significantly the, nerfed the in my fix that. can i just say i like i lost the game because of crimson blood letter like like I, doing this interaction or no 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 no, no. Oh, I, I lost okay. i lost i lost the game to crimson blood letter because i needed defense right mm -hmm. i needed to go wide on my opponent literally i had the spell to kill them next turn but i didn't have the mana for it this turn and so i just needed just to survive for one more turn. So I was like, you know what? I'll go wide on the board. Everything will be fine. I throw out my, what you call it? My, um, why can't I his name? The oh, God damn it. The free cost in, the free cost in Bilgewater. Who, who uh, gives a, guy. um, officer, petty officer. Plenty I, throw, officer yeah. I throw out my petty officer to make a one cost unit so I can go wide on the field of play. It summons this and it kills the, what you It killed the, what you call it? Of the bloody... No, 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 what is, like, he summoned this, and it's yeah. a one cost, but it killed him. Because oh! Because, because wait, what, it works like yeah, that? You know, it works like that, because it have like, it's such a weird way that the summoning works on that, that literally, yeah. he summoned the Crimson, so that went that side of him, but then that counted as killing him, even though he summoned it. It's, it comes on the board before he does, then he drops, and he does, like, I just needed one space covered! No! And then literally just went straight into death and died, but it was, it was really funny, um, yeah, the that's... fact that that interaction happens that way. That is, that is an excellent clip. That, that's, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was really good. Uh, there's, which, there's The only other really notable things, I think, is the fact that mimic can no longer copy itself? How many times are they gonna like? It was, it was, it's to me, it's one of those things whereby mimic, when it first entered the game, was actually a really interesting card. Yeah, like its ability to make exact copies. I just thought that was so good with uh, tri beaming populator, just because like literally like it kept it at the level 
Um, and then they nerfed it because... And the comedy is, they nerfed it not because of that. They nerfed it because it could make copies of champions from the other side of the field, which it would if you copied their champion yeah. spell. So they ended up changing it to make it so it was just a base theory, so it meant that it wasn't copying the champion. But then that meant that, what you call it, uh, Tribe Beam got um, nerfed in that as well, in terms of like that, that ability of using it with it. And now they're making it so you can't have used Mimic with Mimic. It does make sense, because obviously that, that was getting used a lot with Ezreal, to basically just like smash down your opponent, because it's once it gets down to a one cost, just Mimic copying Mimic, and then just keep rinse and repeat, until that, what you call it, um, you just do like a, a lot of damage in one turn. But it's it's a shame because it is such a really interesting card when it first joined the game. It still is an interesting card. I'm not saying that it's finished, like it's a finish, but it's just I, I wish it still had that ability for, for tri-beam. That's all yeah, I'll like, say. What really ruffles my gym jabs is that they, they've removed the, the word exact and then put it in bug fixes instead of in nerfs. So like it was so easy for people to go on ladder and play what was a reasonably okay deck was LeBlanc Ezreal, and then learn the hard way that it didn't work anymore. Yeah, no, I actually got somebody comment on my video, because obviously you know that I made a video way back yeah. when, when this first when this first joined about Tribe Beam. I got a video, I, I messaged somebody said like, a, oh, would you like a, I crafted the cards for this deck, uh... and uh, I crafted the cards for this deck, and it doesn't work. And I was just like, oh, I'm so, like, because... Like, and I said to him, I'm so sorry, I hope that you can, because you know that you can, like, refund some cards and that. Yeah. I was like, I hope that you can refund them. I do apologise, obviously. Like, you need to look, I always put on my videos what, what patch it's from, so you do have to check the patch. But obviously, as you say, it yeah. wasn't clear in those patch notes that that was a thing, because it was just in the little bug fixes at the bottom. But, yeah, that's one of those things that now, it's, it's a bit of a shame, because it was a really funny deck. But it's all it's all well and good. Oh, and Snooze Bottom as well now. His thing, should, <laughs> his, his, his little mumble sprite should now appear as being elusive. Because do you remember how many people complained about that when Trevor Snoozebottom first entered the game? Because the little thing that he made just looked like a standard unit, but it was yeah, elusive. It, it, it didn't have either of its keywords like visible on the card. It was just like intrinsic. You had, you had <laughs> to read Trevor to figure out why you weren't able to block. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've done that too. They took a little bit of time on that one, but I guess yeah, they, it's it's only been like a year. <laughs> I mean, when did Trevor come out actually? Because he must have come out the he, same time that Lulu did, right? Uh, no, he was he was the Ionian mythic that came out instead of a landmark for uh, Ionia, so he would have been the call of the mountain. Oh, okay, okay, or the first sure. the first set. No, sorry, the first set with landmarks, which was the second portion of Targon, right? I believe so. Uh, uh, I, I believe what that set was even called. <laughs> I believe so. Yes. Call um, the mountain, then something, then cosmic creation. Yes. Um, the, the, the something, something Hudafus. That's the one. Yeah. I believe Google, that's where it came Google on. time. Uh. It was. It was probably something that said like mon monuments of power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monuments yeah, yeah. of power. Now because it was something to do with landmarks. That's how, that's how yeah. I remember that one. But yeah, they're like, and, and the rest of the stuff is kind of. Um, quite standard in terms of the patch notes. But let's just go through, because I said this game's been out for a year, so let's go through like everything that we remember, experienced... Like trip through memory lane. And whatnot. So, do you remember in the times of beta when there was so much Ezreal Ash with Elnux? <laughs> do you remember oh, when oh, God! Oh, I didn't! Do you remember when Elnux was actually a thing that was actually really, like, Top meta, <laughs> like the most, the most feels bad, most meta card in the entire game was Troop of Elnux. I completely forgot. Yes, yes, and that was right at the beginning. Like this is the thing that people won't know what the hell we're talking about today if they're new to the game. Yeah, but it Eldritch used to dig ten cards deep. It used, to, it used to be devastating. Like, like it's such a shame that that card got nerfed because that actually made it so like so good, right? When, when, when you heard the tiny voice line that was, <laughs> like, just, just like uh, the sound of like a camel goat creature going, ooh, that, uh, that was the point where you had to clench your butt cheeks and went to wait to see how hard you'd just been fucked. Because yes. like, as it entered, there was that 0.5 second delay before their board was filled with horse. Yep. It, it was, oh yeah, yeah, I yep. do remember. Yep. So that is a thing that people like probably would not remember. But yes, as you say, it used to go for the top 10 cards. It got nerfed to only the top six cards. And if you can imagine, like, you know, obviously Troop is 
um, which it, for the top six cards in your deck, summon each Elnook that has been shuffled in, and just P and Z with that, the abilities of like copying and making so many of these, and ten cards is a lot of cards for that to deal through to try and find any Elnook! Um, yeah, no, it used to be quite devastating. It's a shame. It's one of those things where it was such an epic thing, and now you just don't really see it too much anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know about epic. I uh, personally, I'm gonna say uh, it's a good thing that they removed <laughs> uh, that that they practically deleted that card. I mean, uh, uh, it, it's it's a lot more fairer now, and uh, all I want is for Riot to add more Elnooks. That's all I'm gonna say. Like every patch, I'm just waiting, or every which every single like new card. Sorry. Uh, new cards. I'm just waiting for them to add just an extra Elnook just to make the Elnook package just that like, little bit more. They never will. They <laughs> they put they put in the they put in the card that said draw draw Elnook just just to fuck with you. I mean, they did. They really did because like literally that like, Call of the Wild card. Look, it, like, at the time I was like, oh my god, is this Elnooks will finally be a thing again? They weren't. They, it was... yeah. <laughs> they weren't. I'm not gonna lie. There's not enough in that package right now. There's only two of them in the game. <laughs> Just want more. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, no, so that that was the thing. Is there anything that you remember from beta times that's just from, like from beta, all I remember was playing against Shadow Isles <laughs> and going going out of my turn five, having had a reasonably good early game, feeling confident, but also like despondent or not despondent. I dread. Fe- feeling like turn six is here and it's about time that my opponent drops their pony and I lose the game. Yes. Uh, Hecarim on six. I don't remember what was his stat line initially. He was like a five six with overarm. Yeah, that it was, when he, it had... Was, he had a better stat line. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I can't yeah, remember uh, what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Hecarim was a, I think, a five six with overwhelm that when he attacked, made made two three twos with ephemeral. So Ooh. he demanded so much resources in blocking, at least if you didn't have hard removal for him. Uh, all I remember from open beta, like specifically open beta. Is uh is Shadow Isles dominating the uh the ladder, mm. uh which which is not it's not fond memories, but uh, at this point <laughs> I, w- I was absolutely obsessed with Jinx Draven, uh, which was much worse at the time, but uh I mean that got that got better and better, didn't it? Let's be honest, Jinx Draven. Like when I mean, you think about how discard aggro, how like literally it always ends up somewhere in the top percentages, just because of like a, it is actually like a really powerful deck and really fast deck as yeah. well. Um. How that progressed slowly but surely with like different cards that got added and whatnot because it was it was it like back in those days it wasn't as powerful as it is today. Oh yeah, no, no, not at all. Because uh, back in those days we didn't have Poro Cabin. Mm. Uh we didn't have um, something else. There's something else missing that was really important. I think Poro Cabin was the big one that tipped it over, but I I, I I can't remember right now. There was something else. I need to sneeze. One sec. That's fine. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> Okay, I'm good. Good, good. I, I, good, I, good. I, muted, I muted my mic so you didn't have to. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was waiting to hear it. That's why I was, <laughs> I was no, waiting no, around no, for no. it. We, we, we good. We good. <laughs> we good. We good. But yeah, no, something like a, so, like so many things, and then obviously once we left beta, we we ended up in what will always be known. I feel like to all players who were around at that time, the nostalgia, <laughs> the nostalgia time that was Rising Tides, that everyone still to this day who was there. Says was the best expansion. <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> I mean, let me take you <laughs> trip down memory lane. You've queued up. You're so excited to play your new Bilgewater deck. No one's figured out scouts are good yet. Everyone's fucking slamming Gangplank or Swain or whatever. And again, no one's figured out how to play Swain properly yet. All people know is Boom Crew Rookie on two. <laughs> a one-cost, sorry, a two-cost 1-4 that when it attacks deals two damage to the enemy nexus. Or a two-cost 2-3 two, that when it takes damage and survives deals two to the enemy nexus. This was the time of Nox PNC burn at its absolute worst. This patch <laughs> was a nuclear winter for anyone who wanted to play anything that wasn't Shadow Isles. And everyone just chooses to forget that portion of this patch. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. I mean, that you. To be fair, you're absolutely right. That used to be insane. Bloody crimson, um, 
What was it? Crimson. Well, I can't think of the damn name of the card right now. Uh, Crimson Disciple. Oh, yeah. Crimson yeah. Disciple. For those of you who don't remember that card, now it is when I survive damage, deal one damage to the enemy Nexus. That used to be deal two damage to the enemy Nexus. And when you think about how many cards deal, can deal damage to that card, obviously we've got a lot more now than what we had at the time, but this was, it still came out with Imperial Demolitionist, or uh, yes, that's the words, uh, yeah. which basically deal one and deal two damage to the enemy Nexus. So honestly, those two were match made in heaven in terms of the fact that it was just literally play Crimson Disciple, play Imperial Demolitionist, and that was four damage to the enemy nexus just 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 that to give you a sense of perspective as to how obnoxious this deck was on release <laughs> they nerfed legion rearguard they nerfed boom crew rookie they nerfed crimson disciple they buffed kindly tavern keeper and the deck was still above a 50 percent win rate in patch <laughs> 1.2 yes yes yeah that, this that. people people who remember um what is this set even called season of fortune as being this, like, perfect, smooth release, are literally lying to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was the first time we got all the, all the things, like... You know, no, 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 Grizzled no. Ranger was a 4-1! <laughs> <laughs> that summoned a 3-cost 4-4, four, four, which, by the way, was also main deckable! <laughs> I mean, that, there were so many cards back then that had to get nerfed. Like, when you figure out how many cards got nerfed at that, Standalone still cost three. I mean, at one point, wasn't it? Was it um, didn't uh, make it rain cost two? Two, yeah. <laughs> make it rain used to cost two. God, oh. this patch was a wildfire, and everybody's wrong. Yeah. Demeditation used to cost four and two if you had it like on, on online. Um, I still think that the biggest thing that people used to moan about in those days was Riptide Rex with his seven. Do you still have oh, seven? Yeah, yeah, cannon I, I swear that loads of people used to complain about Riptide Rex's seven cannon fires, yeah. uh, which I thought was really <clears throat> funny. The fact that he got a nerf just before Targon got released, from what I remember, yeah, he yeah. got a nerf ju literally the patch before Targon got released, I believe. Riptide Rex got nerfed down to six cannons, he used to have seven, and then Targon had so much heal. It was like, go back, press the reverse button, press Riot, the reverse Riot Games literally nerfed Riptide Rex going, oh, you think this is obnoxious? You ain't seen shit yet. <laughs> oh, no, it's, um, going back to a pre-Targon time, like, it's, it's funny and all, but, like, this, this was not a perfect time. I, if I remember the uh, meta correctly, it was PNC Burn, uh, standalone Fiora, which also ran, ran Solitary Monk as a 4-3 with Elusive, if you remember those times. Uh, <laughs> back when that card still existed. Oh, uh, Solitary and... Monk. Yeah, I, I honestly, I have very positive memories of Standalone as a deck. I actually enjoyed that deck because I am a disgusting cretin. But <laughs> playing, playing, my, playing nothing on turn 1 and 2, playing my 4-3 with Elusive, with no downside, and then playing standalone when my opponents try to remove it. Uh, so leaving me with, like, what would usually be a 7-3 on board, because they would have to, like, get excited at it, usually, because I was up against Burn. And then having them remember, uh, having them surrender because they just burned their get excited. Oh, yeah, that was a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, but then there was also Bannerman, which uh, at the time still gave plus one, plus one to itself. I'm actually getting nostalgic. This meta was disgusting, but it was it was my disgusting. This was my time. This was no, when I first got into competitive. That's what I forgot as well. Bannerman was so powerful back in the oh, day, yeah. like in terms of how many people ran Bannerman. Like it's so it's so crazy when you think about like certain cards that you don't see about too much these days, but how prevalent they were the, back in the, the day. The funny thing about Bannerman at this point, you're playing against a early curve mid-range deck. If your opponent missed turn one and they missed turn two, nowadays, if you're playing against Bannerman, you can actually be, sorry, not Bannerman, uh, Damasia variants. You can be reasonably certain you have a good chance of winning this game, right? You don't, because the, the unit heavy deck doesn't want to float on turn one and two, right? But in the old days, your opponents whiff and they float on turn one, they float on turn two, they play Badger Bear on turn three, and then they play Bannerman on turn four, a board of only two units, but somehow their board contains a 4-4 four, four, and a 5-5. Five, five. Like, they have whiffed as hard as they could have whiffed near enough. And they still are beating your chops in. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah uh, it, it was. It was a. It was a good time to be Demacia. <laughs> before they patched in Targon and deleted the concept of midrange. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things people complain about Targon, but I still feel like it brings some interesting things. Like, don't get me wrong, it's got insane amount of heals, the Celestials are crazy and everything, but there still are some really interesting like concepts and that that include Targon, in my opinion, still. Still to this day. The best thing to happen... Oh, this was the reason that the uh, discard aggro got a buff. I remember now. Uh, the, the the other thing that changed about discard aggro was on the Targon's release, uh, they buffed Zornite Urchin and Slump Dragon Treasure. Only one of those two cards ended up seeing play, but they... Uh, Zornite Urchin, remember, used to be Death Rattle draw a card. Yes! Uh, no, you're yeah, absolutely... Yeah, 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 no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, yes. Uh, which, uh, that's my favourite thing to happen in the Targon patch, the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it helped, it helped out, it's helped that archetype out a lot. But, yeah, no, it's just, like, crazy things have happened since then, when you think about it. And, just, yeah, no, it's, with, obviously we then moved on from, from the, um, which it tied into Targon being a thing. Yeah. And, I still feel like there's really good moments in Targon. Like, I said, everyone now classes it as the most hated region. Yeah, but, I, I think that's fair to say. But it's much good. But I still feel it had interesting... And also, people need to remember how many times Targon's been hit as well now. Like, upon release... The old, what you call it, Hush. Hush always <laughs> is one which comes into the play. Do you know how many times Tar- which it, Hush has been hit in terms of originally... It used to give a fleeting copy. Every like, so you use this and get a fleeting copy. You'd use that one and get a fleet. You could cast it theoretically four times. You could cast Hush four times in the same turn, like if you were at max max I mana. Don't think that's true, is it? Because it used to be a two cost, right? No, it used Isn't to be it? free. What the did they release as free? Because I thought it released as a free as a fleeting. Because, and then they put it down, and then, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it costs one because, more when you cast it. Sorry. Because you need yeah. to remember, this joint the game, I believe at the same time that Tribeam and Propulator joined the game, and I believe the idea was the synergy to yeah, work yeah. Tribeam and Propulator with that, because obviously Tribeam goes up every single time you use a free cost. That is a free cost which is, could make more copies of itself, if you know what I mean, meaning you could buff up the Tribeam and Propulator. I believe... That was the initial conception when they put Hush into the game in its original concept. Yeah, and then two nerfs later, they nerfed it to a two cost. Yes. Yeah, that, <laughs> yes. Confu- confusing times. Yeah, no, because I mean, like, cause, yeah, because for people who don't remember the history of Hush. Yeah, so, you, yeah you go, you go. You, uh, I think you remember it better than me. From what I remember, you might have to correct me. Uh, Hush started the game as a free cost. Whenever you cast, uh, which, when you cast to get a fleeting copy, which costs the same. So it used to cost free. So literally every single copy used to cost free. They didn't nerf it that made every single time that you used Hush, after using Hush, it still made a fleeting copy, but it made a fleeting copy which cost one more every single time you used it. So you'd use the first one for free, then the next one would cost four, then the next one would cost five, like type thing for what I remember. Each time the fleeting copy got slowly but surely more and more expensive. And then they got rid of the ability of it doing any kind of creating more copies of itself. And it went to two cost. The and most then, confusing one. And then and then it went back up to three cost. I believe that was the history of Hush and how many times that card got hit. Yeah, that that's that's how I remember it. And the 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 funny thing is, like, it was so many steps to remove one line of text. <laughs> I mean, it was. I believe there was a bit of complication in the wording yeah. of it, which is why the first nerf, when they did the first nerf, because I think people cried out for it so much. I believe that nerf happened on a time where it wasn't actually, you know, like how like they sometimes throw things in, like oh, so the patch notes, like the one that we've had recently, like these are like the, the bug fixy type things. Normally, so it's a bug fixy one, a proper, which a proper nerf buff. Well, famously, then a bug fixy type one. Then that's so it's basically every four weeks, technically, you'd get a proper fix. And the in in those other like the two weeks in between those, you get the 
bug fixy ones and so i believe it was just in a bug fixy one when they didn't have the time to fully fix it properly and so yeah. they just like did it so that because the coding would have changed would have taken a bit more to get rid of that fleeting copy they gave you the fleeting copy but it cost one more i believe that's when that came in and then they nerfed it so it didn't make a fleeting copy at all because they were like well it's no longer making a fleeting copy anymore this is a useless card right no one's gonna use it we'll put it down to two cards that sounds fair yeah yeah uh, and do you remember I... do you remember how many people at the beginning when that happened said that this is a dead card because oh it's just a weaker purifier because obviously purifier <laughs> is, a two, is, a, is a two cost that um lasts forever like literally there were people i remember the subreddit going crazy saying like you know, oh this is just a poor man's purifier and it's like i don't think you realize how important affecting champions is because purify can't hit champions and at certain points in the game at the right time using hush on a champion is devastating yeah uh i would like to challenge something you said um, a minute ago where you said that targon has been hit a lot since its release <laughs> true that they did touch hush but since its release they have buffed, and this is, like, just, I think, some of the cards. They have buffed, sure, Grandfather Rumble doesn't count, but they have. <laughs> uh, they've buffed Mountain Goat, that used to be a 3-1. They've buffed Taric, Cygnus the Moonstalker, uh, Eclipse Dragon is a huge one. Like, they keep buffing Targon, and also, they released Aphelios. <laughs> like, uh, since Targon's release... There have been more patch notes where it got a significant buff than a significant nerf, would be my assessment. I mean, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that it has got a lot of buffs. A Ferlios got hit massively. <laughs> true, 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 true. In, in, in recent times. And Veiled Temple, actually, its main like purpose... that was, I mean, obviously, it's still powerful. But Veiled Temple, not giving you strength anymore, like every single turn, that's actually been quite big, because its whole idea was people were building up one unit and then basically using that unit to atrocity. It still gives the... power, it doesn't give toughness, right? It it which it still gives it still gives power. Yeah. It doesn't like that it used to give plus one plus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I mean is that people used to be able to make get a unit, buff it to an insane degree and then atrocity the core. Then they can still do that, but its health isn't going up as well. Basically what I'm trying to say is that you can still kill that unit theoretically with spells and, uh, and doing damage if you don't just have an immediate removal through vengeance or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So, because yeah. that's actually quite big, the fact that literally what that used to do is they used to make such a big card. You'd have all these damage spells and they'd be going, ha keep it coming! These damage spells are meaningless to me! As the unit kept getting buffed. So, that was actually like a quite, quite a big nerf, but it's also like... It, there are people who now just say like you know, Aphelios, like Veiled Temple took a bullet for Aphelios because like basically, I don't know Aphelios took, took significant nerfs as well but I mean, people liked Veiled Temple the way that it was and considered that it didn't need to get hit as it did. Yeah. I think it did, because I think that the plus one plus one was ridiculous hence why we also saw the nerf happen to the uh, Damasian landmark, because we know how much giving a health stat can be devastating. I know that gave help, which it, and that was just for the turn with the Damascian one. The Veil Temple was a continuous thing, and you could continuously get more. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, Veil Temple probably could have dodged a nerf that one patch uh, just to see how the meta settled. But uh, you are right that it would probably end up getting nerfed sometime in the future. The card is just like kind of problematic. Yeah. Uh, talking about like taking a trip down memory lane, still oh, yes. though. Uh, is it has enough time passed where I can be nostalgic about um, uh, go get it because I, I kind of am. I mean, I want to I want to go back to a simple, a simple I mean, time. I mean, oh, do you remember when, go, when, when that was so prevalent? Literally, it made such a powerful deck, right? When the KDA, yeah, yeah. when the KDA cards first came out and everyone was playing Feel the Rush, go get it. I honestly like I would rather take that meta over this one. <laughs> It was at the same time as so many people actually started complaining. Feel the Rush was so powerful when it first came. Yeah. Think about how many people. Like, that Trundle Trindamere deck in Shadow Isles, just that was devastating. 
but back but in the Dovest, day. It's just a worse swarm of us. Ew, fool! Oh my god, there have been so many hilarious hot de- hot takes throughout history. Like, I mean, they, they really has. It really has. Uh, what is it? Moonlight, whatever the god da- Moonlight Affliction is going to break the game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ba- ba- barely one. seen. Barely seen play. Um, I mean, it does still see play, but it barely sees as much play as people were saying. They were like, "Oh, double harsh. It's devastating." Um, and also, they need to stop you from blocking. I- I've had some embarrassing ones myself, actually. Uh, so on, so far on public record, the most embarrassing things I have said about cards power levels. Uh, the the most embarrassing one is uh, I don't think Burble Fish will see play. Yeah, I don't see yeah. but, like Zoe Zoe is just a meme deck. Like yes! <laughs> will never see play outside of memes. Riven is the most powerful card to come out of this set. <laughs> my personally my favorite because this uh this this one is just like not really on record. Not a lot of people know that I said this, but uh, I keep on getting reminded. Uh Shavada is the best card to come out of this set. <laughs> to be fair, Shavada at the time at the time of her release, yeah, no, you're absolutely wrong. Like she was the worst. <laughs> she was the worst out of those out of the champions that came out in that set. She was the worst. But I got a lot what, of people. Thought why, that. Why, why you got to do me dirty like that? To be fair to you, you were absolutely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but to, no. To be fair to you. Um, at that time, so many people said that exact same comment, and I was gonna say, to be fair, now she's actually quite a, an okay champion. Yeah, yeah. Just after giving her two fury, months. just exactly after two, but giving her fury is like she was giving her fury from the start. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, literally when she came out, that was the patch. Was that so? That was a free. Was that one of the ones where three champions came out? Yeah, Shavada. So, so, oh god damn was, was that Shavana Tom Kench Kench Soraka yeah yeah so that was that one obviously Soraka and Tom Kench were like some people like people laughed at Kench right when like yeah. his, his thing first came out it's just like oh and then he paired with Soraka and it's like oh this is yeah. a little bit was, yeah and obviously yeah Savannah everyone thought she, she was gonna be good with dragons and everything but that barely saw play for a oh. long time so it's getting a bit of a rise now and I honestly just like giving her that buff of fury is uh was amazing but yeah let's talk about some of the things that have happened to champions because there's been a number of champions who throughout our time have changed a lot so Ezreal Ezreal has been one of those guys who moved around a lot for people who do not remember Ezreal used to just be his 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 level two form that didn't used to have that text where if it's like a spell deal one damage and if it's targeted, then do two. It just used to be straight up, just do two damage. Just any spell, just do two damage. So literally all of your mushroom puffs and which it puff cap mushrooms, boom, just that one cost spell, two mad to the enemy nexus. Each one of them, burst speed. Karma, be- Ezreal. Ah, yes. Yeah. I know it well. And so I might be wrong with this because I he might have been something different in beta that I can't remember. But he, which he went from like target... Target eight at some point to target ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I if believe you... that to be true. Yes, uh, yeah. they did. I'm, I'm trying to find the like a first ever preview patch because that was when he got uh, initially reworked. But I'm having difficulty finding it mm. because uh, I know I know at one point he went from targeting eight to targeting ten, and then he went all the way back down to this target six, but with the change to his level two. So Ezra used to have to target 10, 10 times, which basically took him out of most most decks other than Bilgewater, because Bilgewater had like Riptide Rex and um what's his face? Make it rain. I think like it, it knocked him out of a lot of different decks that did at the time. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm just trying to find his initial version. Um yeah, old level up, you've targeted 10 plus enemies. And then going from wait, hold on. You targeted yeah, 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 yeah. He went from eight to ten, and then he got complete. He was basically deleted from the game, and they put him from ten to six with his new level up condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, the but, and, that, and the funny thing is, like, people were saying that for a long time. That literally, just all you got to do is make his level up do one damage or something. Like, like, immediately, and then they made it so there was still a chance of doing two damage. But 
he was crazy. Just the amount of burst speed spells and things, especially as you say with karma, those spells happening twice. There's him going pew 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 pew. Like in the day, in the day, and that was a post tar. That was like a pre targon uh, era, right? When he was doing all that stuff, so he didn't uh, even have the crazy yes. heels. Yeah, 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 didn't even have the crazy heels of that. So that was quite crazy. Do you remember? Do you remember what Lee Sin's original spell was? Yes, it was Lee Sin's Dragon Fury. Yes! <laughs> dragon Rage, the seven cost Dragon Rage spell used to actually be Lee Sin's spell. And do you know what? The man barely saw any play. Because that spell, like, literally, because if you got another one of him in hand, it was a seven cost thing. He, he, was, he, he wasn't seeing a thing. They made that change. And Lee was forever put back into the meta. <laughs> Let, let's not forget, he did used to be a six cost. Oh yeah, no, that's true as well. Yes, no, he used to cost six and his champion spell used to be seven. Yeah, he yeah, used to like... be a six cost uh, three, six, I think. Hmm, I believe so. Okay, I can't cite along those lines. Yeah. But yeah, that, just the, so those changes, like that just kicked him so much into and uh, he's now playable i i have a challenging one for you do you remember what callista used to do because for the life of me i fucking don't oh my god now that's that's Initial a big... callista <laughs> changed yeah no you're absolutely right Cal for people who Is don't she... know callista was the joke champion of lor but like before vladimir before brom and let's not forget brom also got reworked but we'll probably get to that uh, yes. Before before Vlad, before Brom, Callista was a joke, unplayable garbage. And if I I cannot remember her text. For the life of me, I can't remember her text. But she was a three cost four two with no with no abilities. I thought like, that she I thought that she had to kill four units back in that in the day, didn't she? At some point, I, I, like I know at the very least she died. didn't have fearsome. Like hmm. she was she she died to Mystic Shot. She didn't have fearsome. When you played her, she bonded with an ally. I think. Uh, yeah, she, like... she had some really weird stuff. You're absolutely right. I can't actually remember what the very, the very original Callista was something stupid. I yeah, it was, it was something dumb. Uh, and obviously, I, I, I which word, um, Black Spear used to cost four as well or something, didn't it? Like, uh, uh, Black Spear initially um, used to, they had to nerf Black Spear. I think it was like a two cost or something, right? But it dealt three damage. Oh, you know, you're and then it was a three cost that dealt three, and then it was a three cost that dealt four. Yeah. Um, so she's seen a number of changes, but well, yeah, like in terms of what you think about it, she's seen a lot of changes. Oh, uh, you you want you want obnoxious? Like, uh, let's let's uh, remember old Thresh for a second. Five cost three five. Uh, I've seen three plus enemies die to level up, and whenever an enemy dies, heal me for one. That was oh, Thresh on release was something else. Oh, I mean that's it sounds disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> when, you, was... when you think about that in nowadays terms, if that was a thing, yeah, it's devastating. Three, three enemies to level me as opposed to six units. But the whole whenever an enemy dies, heal me for one was so gross. They removed the healing text and gave him one health in return. Poor Thresh, dude. <laughs> but yeah, no, but like. Honestly, all the changes. Do you remember when Trundle got changed? Because obviously, like Trundle used to be like quite prominent in the meta as well. Which, to be fair, he was. He was actually really powerful at the time, so it's understandable um, that he got nerfed. I'm trying to even remember what the his, hell happened. His pillar was a zero eight, and he was a four six with regen. Oh yeah, he had sick. He had the extra health stat, and with regen. Devastate! You think about it, like how did some of these cards? How did some of these cards get released within their initial form? Well, if we're talking about singular stat changes, like one number changing and completely changing the power. Oh of the card, yes, yes. I was a two five. I, I, I legit. I, I thought that you were gonna say um, Brom changing one stat. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> fuck Brom, yeah. Brom changing one stat. For those of you who don't do not remember, they. Like Brom, they actually changed him to give him just one attack. That was all, that, all they did was just go. Well, Brom's not seeing any play. Nobody's doing anything with Brom. We give the man one attack. 
Brom went insane for a little while, and then they were like, "Yeah, no, let's just let's just change that. <laughs> let's, let's just change that back." So Brom was an absolute joke on release, right? Because he used to be a four cost zero five with challenger and regenerate, and no other text except his level up condition. The when I survive damage for the first time, summon a mighty Boro was yeah, he, not in his card text. He didn't have that. You're right. They gave that to him, and also one power. And oh my god. <laughs> He went inside the mustachioed man. <laughs> Brom is on the job. You would hear that in every match. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, good times. We need the mustachioed man back. Uh, I'll, I'll, I will leave the following segment up to you. Do you remember old Heimerdinger? Oh, shit. I got like, literally, I'm trying to remember what he used to do. It's, uh, they, they swapped his six and three cost turret. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, back in the day, Vimer, because it was, it was called Vimer, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Vimer, when literally, but yet again, for those of you who do not know, Heimerdinger's three cost turret used to be the elusive one. And when you consider the fact that also at that time, because when I say Vimer, Vimer was actually a really like crazy concoction that involved Vian Heimer with Targon. But I believe this was still at the time when Hush gave you another copy of Hush, a fleeting copy of Hush. So you could get, there were so many different ways of getting the free cost turret that you could build a board of elusive free costs very easily, very quickly, and also very consistently with Flash of Brilliance, Hush, can't remember what else was in that in that pool at the time, but literally, boom, all of that. And if you didn't have answers for it every single time, that damage would just, like, smash into you. If you imagine how Burblefish, like, is slash, like, a was in terms of the fact that suddenly just all of these elusive Burblefishes are coming at you, the 3-1 stat line... That was what that was. That yeah. was that in the day. Heimerdinger was the OG unfair board state. Like, board, he was he was a board in a box. You played him, and he might have been a 1-3, but boy howdy did he represent a lot of stats. Mm, he did. Like, and those elusive stats, that's the thing. It's like, he, the, it makes you think now, how did they make Burblefish the way that they did? knowing that this was a thing before Burblefish even entered the game, that people were just like, this is a little bit too powerful. Well, I suppose it was because you had to draw multiple Burblefish in theory to... De- it's, it's like, it's... I could see them thinking it was not going to be as good as it was, as most of the community thought, in fact. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I can't really blame them for that, but... Uh. I'm a little bit disappointed in myself because I even remember making the meme. I remember yeah. making a meme picture of like the Wolverine like stroking the picture, like you know, like crying things. I remember making like editing Heimer's face on it and just like um, flash of brilliance and the old turret, <laughs> the old the old elusive turret. Like, I remember making that yeah. ages ago, like yeah, like. <laughs> Feels like years ago. Right, <laughs> four score and sixty-five, whatever years in the past. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Heimer. Oh, I still love him. He's still like the best champ in the game. But <laughs> now, if I remember correctly, Anivia used to be a four-three for six that couldn't block. And when it attacked, it dealt one damage to all enemies. But... Ooh, you're right. And, and Nivea saw a number of different changes for her. She, she never used to be Enlightened. I remember this. She couldn't block. Uh, it had nothing to do with Enlightened. You had to kill her. So presumably you played her with Shadow Isles. You had to like eat her like you do with um, the two-cost one-one. Um, and she had last, last breath uh, transform me into Agnivia. And then Agnivia had at the start of the round transform me back. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, no, it didn't need the... So you could actually get that out quite quickly. Yeah, you could level her up on seven mm. was was the was the issue. And uh, I wasn't playing at this point, but I did have friends that were playing, and I have, I'm on good authority that she was the most obnoxious thing to ever be in this game. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I, from what I remember hearing as well, because I wasn't playing during that time. I think that was post open. Oh, so like pre pre open. Was the very first patch. So yeah, that, this is the one patch that I missed out on. Mm. And they also so because then Anivia saw a lot of different changes throughout her time. Because didn't she used to cost seven at one point? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, uh, when they first reworked her, she had exactly the text you see nowadays, but she was a seven cost. Yeah, she used to cost seven, and I believe didn't at one stage the egg go up to two health. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I think that the egg at one stage went up to two health, and then that sounds familiar. And then they end up changing. That's a slow. It's like, yeah, yeah. Anivia's got a number of root. Like, if you go back, if you go back through the chronicles of time, <laughs> here's so one that a lot of people might not know. Actually, uh, this one's really funny. Lux used to make a six cost laser. So when she leveled up, she was a four. Uh, sorry, a five six with barrier with on attack create final spark in hand. And Final Spark was a 6-cost fast speed spell, but all the other text was the same, I think. No, it dealt 6 damage, it dealt 6 damage. Uh, she used to be the 666 champion. Devastating. I, I, yeah. I don't remember that. That's it. I, I don't remember that stage in the game. Yeah, but... Lux used to have to attack. It was really silly. Because <laughs> she lost barrier, and then you're like, damn, my champion doesn't do anything anymore. <laughs> this is useless to me! It's it's like turn 8, and I'm trying to attack in with my 5-6. <laughs> And I just I believe that like you know, like one of the other things is that didn't um, we we saw Vladimir get a change at one point. I bought like I think did, did Vladimir. I, I might be right or wrong. I'm not one hundred percent sure about this. At one point, didn't he have to see six people, or is it just that he went down to like I I know oh, is he yes. always five, and then they made it because that buff wasn't enough. And so then they made it so that... And I believe this is the way that Vlad should have been all along in the fact that obviously the attacking order mattered in that... Because literally, like, he didn't used to have the text whereby uh, everyone to the right of him he dealt one damage to. He just literally used to do one damage to everyone on the field, like, on, on your side, like, regardless of where they were placed. So sometimes you'd go into an attack, basically be killing your own stuff, but you sometimes needed that for the heals. So I, so I, I just returned to playing... Uh... Like, I just returned to playing LOR a lot uh, just recently. Uh, I'm back to streaming again, and pretty much the first thing I did live on stream was forget that Vladimir only drained from the right. Like, uh, pretty, pretty much uh, the, first, the first game I played, I attacked it and missed lethal because Vladimir was on my far right. Devastating. Yeah, feel, feels bad, man. But, you know, it's, it's, it's on brand that like, the first thing I do is punt. Uh, but I, I I believe the first buff they gave him was that uh, he drained on his back face, and then they gave him the to the right thing and reduced him down to five allies. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, and that, that it, it, it seemed to actually see a little bit more play now. Of like some of the cards got added, like scar grounds and everything. It's slowly but surely like OP. It, it, it's the same as Yasuo. Everyone keeps trying to make him a thing. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's one thing that's never changed is that Yasuo will always be shit. I mean, like, it just, 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 just needs that one extra stun, man. <laughs> just wait for that know. one extra stun. I, want, I, I, I sincerely hope they never buff Yasuo. Leave, like, leave this man out of the game. Every single time when any new stun card enters the game, Yasuo always like, is going, let, let, let's try and make one. Let's, let's try and make another Yasuo deck. And then you're always massively disappointed. But every time I was still, every time I was still full for it, okay? <laughs> He's not a real card. He's like... I, I have one Yasuo deck. It's called Yasuo Swain, and I called it Mono Swain. Yeah, that, that that is my only my only Yasuo deck, and it's it's uh, I I made it just to do some missions. I mean, it is it is the best version of Yasuo. Like some people try to throw him in with um, Targon to obviously work with Leona with those things, but the best the best synergies are always going to be at the moment. In Noxus for stuns, if there are any good synergies for stuns. Yeah, like you can't build. A, this has been like an issue with Yasuo since day one. Is you can't build Yasuo without the five cost roar card. Yeah, to, like stun everything with four or less power. It's such a powerful card with that deck. Yeah, so it's so Yasuo is like Yasuo is the only champion in this game that is dual colored. Like you have to play Yasuo in Ionia Noxus. You have no other choice. 
Tom Kench is pretty close. Like, you pretty much have to play him with uh, Targon, but you can try and play him with Freljord. Yasuo is, like, the only champion in the game where you are locked into two colors. It's really sad. I mean, maybe one day. Maybe one maybe. day. Maybe. Just, 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 don't, don't give up hope. <laughs> don't I, give up hope on that, man. I, I, remember I, when... I sincerely hope he's never good. <laughs> I still actually remember when there was like a resurge of, but we can throw him in with Aphelios because Aphelios has got the slide. That was like the first. Yeah. I believe even in Aphelios's original like release video, had him with a Yasuro deck, right? In terms of yes. like showing showing off the stun one with Yasuro, and then everyone's like, "Oh, it's, it's his time!" And the, it, the, even the Moon Man couldn't save him, and we're talking Moon Man in the way that he was beforehand, people. <laughs> Yeah, three costs three three with um every with uh nightfall draw a card better than any card in your deck. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I don't think the trailers mean anything when it comes to synergies. Ribbon's trailer had her with Nox Karana Arena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to make another Arena deck. I it, it's one of those landmarks that literally, I feel. I always want to try and make a deck around it. Like the the other one, like literally, like because obviously, remember landmarks didn't even used to be in the game. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I remember exactly. But obviously, the other one that I always want to potentially try and find something with is Vaults of Helia. But I feel like Vaults of Helia's main problem is its cost. It is a five cost, which is going to be losing you tempo because every single time it's killing the most expensive unit to summon another. Literally, all Vaults needs is reduce its cost. Reduce Vaults cost down to like two or something. Because you're still losing tempo because you are still having to kill a unit to make another unit. And bear it in mind, your opponent, the second that you play Vaults, knows exactly what's going on. And so will always be aiming for trying to kill your highest one anyway. So... For Vaults to get any form of use, I was thinking to reduce that cost down a lot. I really like uh, the cards from Hearthstone that care about, like, your deck building and let you start the game with a significant advantage if you have built your deck in a certain way. And going into the future, I would love for there to be a dumb deck building restriction that lets you start with Vaults of Helia in play. Yeah, for, for those of you who don't play Hearthstone or have never played Hearthstone are new to card games and whatnot, do not know... Um, that Hearthstone actually had a really funny mechanic whereby there was two things based on whether or not your card, your deck was all even numbers or all odd numbers. <laughs> your whole deck has to be made of nothing but even numbers or your whole deck has to be made of nothing but odd numbers. And it had different effects for the, like, one of those was arguably better than the other. <laughs> oh yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, but that being said, if uh, if LOR does do that, I'd like them to go in a bit more timid than Hearthstone did. Because, again, for people who don't know, they had to remove those cards from the game after <laughs> one season. <laughs> Basically, yeah. as soon as they had the opportunity to move them into Wild, which is like modern for Magic players, or basically deleted for LOR players, uh, as soon as they had the opportunity to remove it from the, from the game, they removed it from the game. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're not, I mean, you're not wrong. But that's what that was, was funny about those cards. Was that they were hilariously overpowered. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and so I would love for them to do some, like, as you say, nothing as stupid as that, but I would love for, for at some point in the future to make some kind of cards that do something along those lines that it is I... an a, a, all-through-the-game effect depending on what you've done. I, I just like start of game effects. Like, you know that one five cost from Hearthstone, which at the start of the game shuffles five legendaries into your deck? Yeah. Like, it sucks, but I play it in every deck I've ever played in Hearthstone. Like, yeah. Because sometimes you get something cool. And I, I would love to see start of game shuffle five random champions into your deck. I think it yeah. would actually be a lot better than five random legendaries, but yeah. I'd still like to see it. I, I, I would love to see it. So basically, I'd say that, that the deck thing for that would have to be you've got no champions in your deck. <laughs> no, no champions in your deck whatsoever. And But you have got to have one copy of this card, which then makes it so that having no... like, And then basically that gives you... If anything, that's either got to be Freljord, because Freljord's already got 
um, a randomizer of champions with the abyss, or just the stupidity of just putting it into pins. <laughs> just put it into pins, super stupid. I would love that. I, I like say what you will about concurrent timelines, but uh, we need more cards, more cards like it in the game. For a card game to have a healthy future, it needs to have a healthy dose of cards that are very silly. Yeah, yeah, like, you're not, um, you're not wrong. Yeah, and um, like, 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 even going to like Hearthstone stands. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that anyone needs to put anything like this, but even Reno Jackson, which was literally, you can only have one. Like, it's basically making a singleton deck. You cannot have any cards which are the same in a deck. But you get a really powerful effect off of it in the fact that you can just heal yourself back up to maximum by having Reno Jackson. The stupidity of that, I would love. In honesty, like when, when, whenever I heal to full in in LOR, I say, or in my opponent either, e even I say that they or I have Renoed, and my we're like gonna my, be rich. We're gonna be rich. <laughs> a, lo a lot of my chat doesn't know what that means, but they've started using it as an expression, which I find very funny. Like yeah. Renoed is just a, a verb now. Oh, good old Reno. Like, it's the fact that people don't know. Like, that's that's the thing. I think that some of our because we because obviously we've both come from Hearthstone. We've got really Hearthstoney references that if you've never played, no one knows what the hell we're talking about. But it's good like, times. Like I. Every time someone plays the Mage Seeker cards, the the card that enters, and he go, and he says something along the lines of "Mages can't hide from me." He has the exact same voice as Ilna. What's his name? Ilna, the the Demon Hunter. Um, like, yeah, no, well, I can't remember. I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Illidan. Illidan, yeah, yeah, yeah. When when Illidan goes demons, demons, like it's the same fucking voice. And, <laughs> I can't stop making that connection. So whenever someone plays that card, I just, like I have Tourette's, I just go, mmm, demons. And my chat doesn't know what the fuck I'm going <laughs> on about. But uh, it's funny things like that. I do think that we potentially might see more start of game stuff, considering the fact that Sundisk has that ability of start of game. Draw me a budget. Yeah. So, so we might start to see more cards which go along that line. And I would honestly God love to see that. As you say, just the the comedy of having something which is start of game, just like if, if your deck is built because obviously that is your deck has to be built a certain way. You have to have only Sharima cards, otherwise that start of game thing does not happen. So having more things that go along those lines, as you say, like a start of game, if all your deck is odd, if all your deck is even, if you don't have any champions. If like, there's so many things that you could literally go. If your deck has no spells, or if your deck has no <laughs> no followers or units, things like that, and then this card, whatever it is, does something really stupid. I would love that. Uh, yeah, I, I I want there to be more. I I I think more dumb, over the top, slightly less than powerful cards like. Because, I mean, I think Sundisk does it perfectly, actually. Sundisk is, you can win with it, and it feels amazing winning with it. It it does huge, over-the-top, stupid things, but it's just a bit less than meta. That's That was perfect execution on Sundisk. I don't think they should really ever buff that deck archetype. Yeah, it's, it's, a, really, it's a really good archetype. Um, it did get slightly buffed with what's-his-face, like, now making it so it goes down by three. Yeah, yeah. Than two. But yeah, no, I love the idea because you got you got to have Egyptian gods in there somewhere, right? Like a full on Egyptian god deck. You got to have that somewhere in in your in your meta. Yeah, but just just for just for banter's sake. But yeah, I feel like they've done an amazing job throughout the entire year. All of the like updates and whatnot, all of the like you know changes that they've made, nerfs, buffs. All that, yep, sure. Some of them have hit, some of them, which you have like a like a missed. But it always shows that they are continuously trying, and the speed in which they get these out. I think that people need to realize they do a fantastic job, and they do listen to the community. Of like some of the patch notes, just shows that they listen to the community, and hopefully like they keep going on like that and so i am massively excited to see where this game is going to go in the next year the next like you know 
10 years, whatever, however long this deck is he, last. Here's to another year, I believe is the expression. Here's to another year indeed. I honestly cannot wait to get more and build more stupid decks. Because as long as they, in every single set, as long as they put in some silly card, I will be building with it. I'll be there. I will be there. So... Yes, I believe. Shall, uh, sh- shall, shall we wrap this up? <laughs> shall we close out? Yes, it's uh, the stage is yours. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Bear in mind, people, now that if you didn't know, we are now not just on YouTube, but SoundCloud and Spotify now, I believe. Hopefully, Spotify is working for us Yeah, now. it's working. It's working fine. Uh, episode 7 is uh, on Spotify and available. Uh, Fantastic. It feels, re- it feels really weird seeing our icon when you search up, like, if you search Legends of Runeterra on Spotify, we're only like five down. Nice! We, we, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so honestly, if you want to check out more, like there's, there's so many different ways to get us in your ear holes. So why not consider if you've not done those? As well as that, there's the links too, because both me and Janky stream. So if you want to check us out, our link should be down below, as well as the links to just our standard YouTube channels as well. I know that I get out daily content. I believe that Janky's getting out Weekly. content. Weekly, yeah, yeah, weekly. Me, yeah. So if you want to, want to check out our stuff, please, links down below. I just hope that you have a fantastic day, evening, night, or whatever the hell it is for you. And um, yes, until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>